Now on News Talk as part of our drama on News Talk series, writer-director Roger Gregg's audacious new musical comedy takes us into the world of performance poetry in The Muse Unbidden. Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee. The Muse Unbidden by Roger Gregg. of you are here at this performance poetry workshop for inspiration. So quickly, what are your names? Hilary. Hilary Marie Byrne Connolly. I'm Theo. Mag. I'm Liz. I'm, I'm, I'm Kelly. Right, great. Welcome. I'm Peter. I'm a poet. And I guarantee you, if you stick with this poetry workshop over the next ten weeks, you'll really get in touch with your muses. And as Bukowski says, you will expose your ass. Mm, Exposure. Whoa, no, no. Sorry, what's your name again? Hilary Marie Byrne Connolly. Well, Hilary Marie Byrne Connolly, right off, you have to approach this with an empty cup. Explain. You know, the Zen thing with the cup. Like this coffee cup here. It's, it's like the mind. We're trying to empty the cup. See? Metaphor. Zen cup. Empty. Stop taking notes, please. But I... We don't do that here. We're here for the living word that grabs the listener by the throat or the heart. You with me? Yeah, let's do real poetry. Well, actually, I'm working on my PhD deconstructing the real poetry of the romantic imagery in late 20th century Irish verse. There has never been a great poetic voice that was purely academic. Well, I'm certain that a proper theoretical grounding is imperative to any genuine artistic pursuit. Your cup is overflowing and spilling on the floor. Excuse me. Uh, what's your name again? Peter. Right, Peter. I don't know about the others here, but I haven't a clue what you're on about. Okay, uh, Liz, right? Right. Is everyone confused by this? What about about you, Mags? Well, Go I... on! Well, to be honest, I'm completely confused. I thought there'd be desks and books. No desks here, no books, no blackboard. It's like Socrates. We're not trying to put anything into you. We're trying to draw out what's inside you already, okay? Okay. What I'm really on about here is getting each of you in touch with your muse. A what? A spirit of inspiration. From Greek mythology. Muse, you know, whatever inspires you. Could be memories, desires, urges, dreams, whatever. I get visions from spirit guides. Oh, so cliché. Mags, do you know what's going on? Well, Liz, I signed up to learn to write poems. Right, because? Because I felt for a long time that it's something I just feel I need to do. That's it. It is? Yes. I'm sorry, what's your name again? Margaret Daly. Mags. Everyone calls me Mags. Mags. There's a muse longing to grab hold of you. There is. Oh, yes. I can see her right now. Theo! Yes, Peter? Introduce yourself! Right, I'm Theo and I'm a poet. (laughs) Are you published? No, but I've got stacks of poems in boxes and didn't know what to do with them until I went to Peter's last performance poet workshop. And like, right away, stuff started coming from the spirits. And then I performed at Peter's last show. And wow! Has anyone here been to one of them? I saw one on YouTube. Right, Kelly, YouTube. I've attended over a hundred poetry readings from legitimate published writers. Yeah, so have I. Over a hundred. Enough to know that they are a complete poxy bore. Uh, It's the quality of the writing that matters. Yeah, I only know what I know. And I know that the performance stuff connected with me. This is the kind of poetry of the truest. (gasps) 
God, the druids. I know they got up and performed all their poems, right, Peter? And it's not just the druids, Theo. It's all around the world. For thousands of years, all poetry was performed. It had to be. It only really became something written on the page with the printing press, which was like... 1440, Johannes Gutenberg. Right, yeah, and that's just like yesterday. And at the same time, the upper-class elites were creating universities. And then this whole other abstract written poetry thing began. And then the system let the performance of poetry just slip away. Until now, some academics don't even consider it legitimate. Like Bukowski says, their game has remained unmolested for centuries. It has been the, the temple, temple of the, the snobs and the fakers. Yes. Yes. Quoting Charles Bukowski only proves my point. Oh, yeah? Yes, we only know Bukowski's words because they're in print. So then, are we breaking a literary law here? Do you want to leave? No. Ah. I'm intrigued. Why? Because, though I've had a number of poems published, my writing has reached an impasse, a blockage, if you will. So I wanted to reconnect with the muse, as you might say, and I thought your unorthodox approach might prove beneficial. I promise you, Hilary, give this a chance. Empty your cup. Surrender to your muse. Maybe leave yourself open to some spontaneity. And who knows? Really? Oh, yes. Now, how about you? Why are you here? M me? Yeah. What's your story? My s s story? Um, I'm Kelly, and I want to s study English li li literature. Yes. I want to express my words. Do you have a heart? Yes. Does it beat? Yes. Then you can. You can, okay? Okay. And what about you? What about me? Tell us a bit about yourself and why you're here. I'm Liz and I'm here because my therapist said I should be here, okay? That's it, that's me. You happy? Yeah. Let's just get on with it. Right then, let's start. I'll start playing a beat on my drum here. Since the dawn of time, poetry has been connected to the beat, the pulse, the swing of the sounds, grooves which carry you along, the crescendo, the payoff, bam! Now, who wants to get up and tell us something? I will. Right, Theo! Remember, it's whatever you want, whatever you feel. Right. I'm living on planet Earth. It's 2017. The big blue ball. Global warming, a warning dream. We gotta start doing things organic or we'll sink like a gigantic Titanic in the North Atlantic. With all the waste in the place and the more and more wars, we'll all end up like the dinosaurs. The sea levels will rise and we'll drown in our tears. <sighs> That's it. Well done. Any comments? Excuse me, you can't be serious. I'm deadly serious. Rhyming couplets, it's dog roll. What is your problem? I don't have a problem. Oh, that's right. I forgot, you have a blockage. Uh, I'm working on a PhD, so I do know what I'm talking about. Oh, do you really? Yes. Why don't you just roll up your degree and shove it? Maybe it'll knock loose your blockage. Okay, okay, okay. Sure, what Theo spontaneously performed just now was raw. But in fairness, that's not what this first exercise is about. 
At home alone with your muse, you take out your paper and pen, write it down and craft it. But in the end, we're creating something to remember. Bring to life. Right! Um, Kelly, how about you giving it a try? Me? Oh, no, no. Please, please. No, come on. Nothing. There's just blah, blah, blah. What inspires you? You say you like poetry? Yes. Whose poetry do you like? I really like... Sylvia Platt? No, no. Sexton. Anne Sexton. Hmm. Clinically depressed, committed suicide. Ah! What did Anne Sexton say, Kelly? Something about putting your ear down? Put your ear down close to your soul and listen hard. Right. So come on. Just stand up. Take a moment and listen to what's inside and let it come out. Just start with blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yesterday, today, every day. Blah, blah, blah. Mother sits at the big oak table. Dad sits at the other end of the big oak table at the far, far ends of the big oak table out of reach and me I am a ghost blah, blah Wow, that's, um, that's some strong stuff, Kelly. Very personal, very real. Thank you, Peter. Okay, who's next? I'll go. I call this isolation. No, no, no drumming. Please, music, it's, it's just not right. All right. Now, isolation. First off, this is a published poem and it's intended as the centrepiece for my new collection. Sure. On one level, it unpacks the nature of solitude in alienated social context, which... Sorry, Hilary, we don't want analysis. Just do the poem. Do the poem. Yes. Bring it to life. Very well. Alone on cold concrete of seapoint slipway Gulls huddle in frozen ranks, flying, icy knives. Not an inch of her is showing. She is bundled up enough to endure a winter night on Mars. Only a madman would throw himself into the sea today, she thinks, and sure enough, swimming over from arching arm of Dunleary Pier, here he is, racing madman in the sea, whooping, laughing, Sorry, sorry. 
naked, fool. Yeah, oh, well, that, that was great. A fantastic effort, Hillary. Are, are there any comments? I've gone swimming in the sea in winter. On Christmas morning, actually, when I was younger, like. Oh. A group of us nurses went for a charity thing. It was a good laugh, like, but it was cold, just in and out. I couldn't stick it. My poem is a metaphor. Oh. Do you swim now? No. It's not about swimming. It's not? No. Well, it's very good anyway, I thought. Seagulls squinting. I like that. It is so cool to go swimming in the sea. Naked? Oh, yeah, that's what, what? it's all. That's mad. Freeze your arse. I do it. You're What's crazy. wrong with you people? The poem is a metaphor for insulation. Emotional insulation. When, when someone wraps themselves up in layers figuratively to cut themselves off figuratively, yet enviously watching those who can just spontaneously strip off and dive in. Figuratively. Yes. Dive into what? The sea. No! Life. Yes! Life! Dive in! Into life! Seriously, though, swimming naked in the sea is the best. Okay, who's next? Mags! Oh, no, please. Oh, come on, Mags. Come on, Mags. Come on. All right. Just talk about whatever you like. I work as a nurse. It's interesting work. I like helping people. I think if you can do anything, you should. But I live alone and, well, it's like there's a hole or something, a gap, something missing. You know that way? When something is missing and you don't know what or maybe who, when you feel like you're sitting alone in a room on a chair and there's one other chair in the room, And it's right there, facing you. And so you think, who is that other chair for? Why am I here alone? Who's meant to be here with me? Why do I feel, feel, feel? Oh my God! Give her air, everyone. Don't crowd. Uh, Mags. Mags. What's going on? What's You fainted. Hillary. You're all right, Mags. Oh, I'm so sorry, everyone. I I won't do that again. I promise. Are are, are you sure Uh, that? Help her up there. Oh, Oh, yeah. Grand. It's all grand. Good, good. I've I've seen this in workshops before. It's okay. I, I think as you grow in confidence, Mags, you'll overcome this nerves thing. It's... Just stage fright. Now, we're running up against the clock here. Liz? Do I have to? Can we just go? Yes, we will. After you get up. I'm Liz. But you know that already. I manage a little crap place here in town. I work lots of hours. It's good to keep busy. I need to keep busy. I need to be doing something to keep my mind from... Well, I'll come out and say it. Three years ago, right, it was a Tuesday night... The 4th of November, the night when my marriage, my life, everything just fell apart. 
No, not fell apart. It was, it was blown apart like a, a bomb was dropped on it. Kablam! Do you have any idea what it's like to have your whole world just blow up in your face? Like, uh, kablam! Pouring your heart and soul into a relationship until you come home early one night, only to see your husband's balls bouncing off some floozy's chin! Kablam! Okay, everyone. Next week, I want to see each of you performing a new poem. Your poem. Remember, in nine weeks, we have the big show. What do you mean, big show? In nine weeks, Hillary, you're all going to get up and perform a new poem in front of people. You are insane. Be open to your muse. She comes unbidden. But trust her. Surrender totally. Let her get in bed with you. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> so keep a pen and paper by your bedside. Sometimes in the strangest places, your muse will toss you something unbidden. Okay? <laughs> See you all next week. Peter. Yes? Sometimes I, I hear voices all around me. Right, sure. We all have voices. I do. You do? Sure. But you know what, Kelly? It's just all the pressures to conform, like from your parents or whatever, telling you what to do. I mean, look at Anne Sexton. She didn't start writing until she was, like, 30-something. Yeah. Trust me, Kelly. You have the soul of a real poet. All you have to do is surrender. Surrender? To your muse. Yes, I... I, 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 I will. Good, then. So, um... See you next week. So I spent the last week thinking I had to come up with something new for this week's workshop. I hadn't slept in two days and had just watched the sunrise. I was sitting there listening to my heartbeat and it started happening. And like a great raven, my vision takes flight. Now, funny thing is, I usually have a wolf as my primary spirit guide, but this time it started with a raven. Wow, I can see the whole earth below me. I'm having an eco-vision. Forest bursting into autumn colour. Oh, I should be writing all this down. No, not yet. First, feel it. Wow. It's all breathing in and out. It's one big blue ball. A big blue ball turning brown. Hey, brown! Brown like a rotting apple slowly decaying. Look! The ice caps are melting into the sea. Hey, look there! Oh no! A little lost baby polar bear! He trapped all alone on a melting piece of ice. Oh! Oh no! He's fallen into the sea! He's drowning and ain't no one is helping him! No, no! Oh man, we're screwed! Totally screwed! 
Come on, Liz. It's been two weeks. You have to let it out. You will never, ever forget. The 4th of November, I remembered like it was yesterday. He was a... Scumbag. It was absolutely... Disgusting. What he did to me. And you know, they're all the same. Men. 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 Men! Whew. Well, that's uh, certainly giving it your all, Liz. Can we go home now? Yeah, I think that's enough for one night. Don't be too hard on yourself. But it's, it's been a whole month and it's just not happening for me, Max. Nonsense, I think you're great. Do you? Oh, yes. Not everyone here thinks so. Oh, you mean Theo. Oh, all those tattoos on his muscles always showing off. Why can't he just keep his shirt on like everyone else? God, he's so male. I really admire you. You do? Oh, yes. You're so intelligent and beautiful. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, I just want to hug you. <laughs> You're listening to The Muse Unbidden on News Talk 106 to 108. Okay, everyone, it's week five, so let's get started. Who'll be first up tonight? Mags, how about you? It's not really finished, Peter. Try it out. Come on, get some feedback. All right. (laughs) I found myself thinking a great deal about longing this past week. I mean love and longing and how the simplest little things can mean so much. How nice it is to hold a hot cup of coffee on a cold damp day. The way long hair falls with slight curls or lingering in the soft wake of that someone who brushes closely past. Okay, the next line Peter goes, Gorse, potato, wellingtons, Turf bog, briquette, impacted, backside. Again, all this is is tentative. Fine, Hillary, fine, but we've been going over and over the same three lines for the past five weeks. The portent of this pustule kiss. Pustule. Pustule. Mm. Pustule kiss, it's great, keep going. No, I don't know. Pustule kiss? (laughs) Pa, 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 pustule. You see the strong applause of the P? It's, It's quite bursting. Pa, pa. But but is that the right effect? Pustule. Puh. 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 No, no, no. I'm sorry. That can't be right. No, no, don't. Don't keep going. Don't you see what's happening here? Yes, I see. Then you must know. I must somehow make my allusion here to the verbal singularities in Heaney's verse. Oh, perhaps. But do we care? Well, you should. Any reputable publisher would care. Otherwise, there's no cohesion in the semiotic metaphor series. 
Where's the fun? Fun? There's no fun. This is poetry. All the images must envelop a single aleatory point in the modern Irish woman's identity. Bullshit. Irish bullshit. Ooh. Why does he always do that? Hey, he's your spontaneity. It just comes out. First thought, best thought. No. Never. I wish you would all leave me alone. And lose me, your joy to be. I didn't ask you to come here. Exactly. That's why we came. What? We come unbidden. How about I bid you music to leave then? No. No? No. It doesn't work that way. What doesn't work that way? It. That. This. What? Us. You. Me? Yes, you. I'm trying to write a poem here. Are you? Are you really? Yes. See, I have a pencil. She has a pencil. A pencil. She must be a writer. An Irish writer. Ooh. Leave me alone. Come on, Kelly. Trust me. Remember, as Anne Sexton says, put your ear down close to your soul and listen hard. Ah. <sighs> I am a ghost, a shadow sedated, strapped silently stable, screaming in a dream, yet quite unable to whisper a word, pharmaceutically present, seen and not heard. A shadow on the waves, sleepwalking to the grave. Blah, 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 blah. Ignored the warning of global warming, don't deny what's true. We're in a pit, it's gone to shit, we're completely screwed. The earth is crying, we are dying, we're going down the tube! We're all doomed! Stop that! We're all doomed! Just get a hold of yourself! Catch a grip! You're crying like a little girl! Stop whacking me with your wings! Call yourself an eco-warrior! But my visions are too real, too depressing! Just remember that every living thing has that urge! What urge? Oh, uh, hello. I understand your feeling the urge. Well, uh, I'm having a vision right now. I know you are. Oh, oh my. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Hard on brain off. It's the way their brains are wired. Say the brain is powered to be blood when a man gets a hard on, which is most of the time. The blood has to drain from their little brain and fill up their cock. They get a mental block, and that is why they go from stupid to really stupid. <laughs> That's funny. Who's laughing? I am your sense of humor. Listen, Liz, honey. Why don't you just listen to me, your deepest desire, and just let that little lid slide off your sweet, curvy sugar bowl? Me? Yes, you. You must be joking. I'm not letting a man touch me, not ever again. What about that big, burly, black bouncer that comes bounding into your cafe? Him? <laughs> 
I've seen him. Mr. Zimbabwe. Daniel. It's Daniel. He keeps coming in every evening. Always leans forward off the counter and says... Hello, Miss Liz. Do you see the way he looks at you? Oh, yeah. His eyes looking into yours. Oh, yeah. Smiling like it's Christmas morning. Can you blame him? You're gorgeous. I'm gorgeous. You know what? Next time Mr. Zimbabwe comes swaggering in for what Miss Liz has got to give, why don't you, you know, flip the lid off your sugar bowl? working, is it? Because you keep pushing us away. No, I keep trying to write and you both keep popping up and interrupting me. Oh, is that what's going on? Yes. Okay then, stop. We'll just step aside and let you get on with it. What? Just like that? Just like that. All right then, I will. Good, do it. We're not stopping you. Fine, I will. Just... I must have a routine, you know. You learn early on that writers should always have a routine. And maybe you need a new routine. You come bursting into your... Yeah, soaking wet out of a big store. And she looks up from her book and she sees you all tripping there. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and her glasses fall off. Oh, yes. And all her books fall off the shelves. Yes. And she lets down her long, blonde hair. Oh, yes. And it falls down over her body. Oh, yes, naked. Naked? This is my fantasy, right? Yes. Well, then she's naked. Proceed. And then suddenly, we're together in the sea. And you are? Yes. 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 Look, sugar. You listen to your desire. How can you even say that? Do you know what happened to me? We know. It was a Tuesday night, the 4th of November. Three years ago. But I still hear him laughing. <laughs> Spare me, please. Would you ever stop feeling sorry? You don't understand. Oh, where's your sense of humor? I'm sorry. I keep telling you have to learn to laugh at yourself. But it's how I feel. Lying entwined in the soft light of a midsummer's dawn. Longing. Longing. Somewhere weaving this garland into your hair, let me finally 
find myself beside you. No, I just can't. Oh, yes, you can, Hillary. A real poet cannot just spontaneously dive into the process. I think what you need is a little music to loosen you up. One, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> I will not be led on a merry dance. But you are. Look, joy or spontaneity or whatever you are, just stop. I've had enough. Please take yourself, Miss Flippant Flower Fancy Pants in your entrancing prance of psycho dance and get out! <gasps> That's good! Did you plan that, Hillary? No, it just came out. Oh, spontaneity! Lovely ring! It rings! It's lyrical! It's clear! Being clear goes against every tenet of modern Irish poetry. Where did you read that? Heaney. Again with the Heaney! Heaney says a great poem must resist its audience. Oh, so the greater the poem, the more it resists? Yes! So the greatest poem of all, no one understands? Yes! Do you hear what you're saying? Of course. I'm saying that truly great Irish poetry is for properly educated people. So trying to entertain common people is... Oh, no. No, dear God. It is all bullshit. Oh, Kelly. Unsexton. You read my words. Did you hear my voice? Yes. Yes. You are now as I once was. A shadow on the waves. Every day drowning. Every dream a nightmare. Maybe I, I, I could live as a poet like you. Like me? Who can hold a shadow? No one. But I found a way out. There should be a letter. One last poem. Yes, yes, I'll, 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 I'll write it down. I gave him my heart. Oh, stop I gave it. him my soul. Making yourself but suffer. right from the start, he was a feckin' asshole. <laughs> Brilliant! That's it! See? That's funny! Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, because you're flipping nuts! I know. That's why I'm in therapy. Yeah. <laughs> Let me finally find myself beside you. Let me finally let loose the words. Let me touch you. show so just get yourself sorted out in the dressing rooms okay and then we come back out check the stage we start in 10 minutes that's 10 minutes everyone P peter peter kelly how you doing can can, can i talk to you in my dressing room please um, yeah sure what, what, what's up i'm oh kelly i'm frightened don't be And and Anne Sexton says Yes, yes, Anne Sexton, that's right. You can go through with this. Like Anne Sexton. Could I live as as a as a poet? <laughs> Kelly, you don't make a living at poetry. But 
But but you 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 do and and and, it, and if you can then, then hey 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 look it's, it's okay calm down it's all right it's all right if I can just be like you like you okay, wait wait listen to me Kelly you don't want to be like me you you live you you follow your your muse Kelly I. I've been following my muse for 23 years and all I've achieved is obscurity. No, 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 Kelly, no. Kelly, the, the fact is I'd gladly sell out and get published, but nobody's interested in buying, so don't be like me. You need to surrender to your muse, not mine. Oh, oh yes. I will. Here, I, 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 I wrote this. Are you going to do this tonight? Yes. Hey, it's easy. When I announce you, you come on and do your thing, right? Right? Right. right. You can do this. Yes. Read it. I, I, I will. I just got a bit. Now, come on, okay, folks, come on. Five minutes now, five minutes. Let me get this show on the road. Come on. Peter. So nervous, Max. You'll be wonderful, Hilary. You'll see. They'll love you. Your new poems are so fun. <laughs> Do you think so? Oh, yes. In rehearsal, you had everyone in stitches, even Theo. No, but Max, I'm so frightened. It's all right. I'm here. Come here to me, Pat. Oh, okay. okay. We can do this. We can do this. <sighs> Max, whatever happens tonight, I want you to know that I think your poems are beautiful. Oh, of course, they're not really crafted properly, but still, they're filled with so much longing. It's it's like you're reaching out to someone. Do you really feel that? Oh, yes, Mags. My poems are all written for someone special. Oh, well, that is obvious. Is it? Oh, yes. Oh, Hilary, how this happened, I don't know, and I don't care anymore. Well, you shouldn't. I just need to tell you. Of course. Hilary, I... Max! I... Max! Peter? Have you seen the stage yet? No, I haven't, Peter. Oh, you, you better come with me then. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Look, Daniel, you said you'd be here at the theatre by eight, so where are you? Look, love, if you want to see me again, you'll get here. Right. I'm waiting out here out front for you, but I'm warning you, Daniel, and I'm only going to wait so long. I've got my own life to lead, you know? Yes? Hey, Hilary, do you mind if I come in? No, uh, not at all, Theo. Uh, um, I just came by to say that I... Uh, you I, what? I hope you do really well tonight. With your new poem. It's really funny. Oh. Thank you, Theo. Daniel, it's me again. Listen, I'm sorry about the last message... Uh, and the one before that. I realise it might be harsh, but I'm about to do this and I really, really want you to be here with me. So please get this message. Or, or maybe you're on your way and, and have the phone off. That's probably it. I hope anyway it's still not too late. I wrote a poem for you about us. So please show up. I mean, not to put you under too much pressure, but, but it's been so long since... Thomas! 
never thought I'd hear you say anything nice about... about me. Oh no, Hilary. I think you're super smart and really... beautiful. Oh? Thank you, Theo. I've always appreciated your... openness. You never put on airs. Well, I don't have any airs to put on. I'm not educated like you. Education? What good is it if you can't keep your cup empty, you know? Yeah. The empty cup. Empty cup. Fill me, Theo. Fill me to the brim. What? Nothing. I'm I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, well, um, I should probably uh, go. Yeah. Yes, you, you, you better get ready. Yes, uh, I'm going now. Goodbye, then. Yes. Goodbye. Oh, Daniel. Daniel! You made it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it's another exciting night of performance poetry. Now, we've got five outstanding talents up on the stage tonight. Five exciting, fresh voices who are going to really get real right here before your very, very eyes and ears. They've been working hard for the past ten weeks. (laughs) Folks, you are in for a very, very special treat tonight. Let's hear it. Oh, I need to tell you, I. Max! You couldn't hand me my pants no, there, could you? No, 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 no. Max? Max! So now, without further ado, let's have our first poet up. Folks, please welcome a young voice, new to the scene, very intense person, very sensitive. When she first started writing, she used to say she tried to ignore the voices she heard, but I encouraged her to give in to those voices. So please give her a big performance poetry welcome, Kelly O'Shea! (laughs) Kelly O'Shea! Kelly? Kelly? Is, is, Is Kelly there? Whisper a word. Pharmaceutically present. Seen and not heard. A shadow on the waves. Sleepwalking to the grave.
You have been listening to The Muse Unbidden by Roger Gregg, which featured the talents of Morgan C. Jones, Sinead Fox, Katie McCann, Karen Ardiff, Tiernan Kearns and Angel Hannigan. Dialogue location recordings by Colette Kinsella. Original music and soundscapes by Roger Gregg. This has been a Dead Medium production with executive producer Gareth Stack. You lot aren't ready for bingo. The Muse Unbidden was written, directed and produced by Roger Gregg. Poetry! 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 The Muse Unbidden was produced by Gareth Sack and supported by a grant from the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland as part of the Sound and Vision Scheme.